1: How's it going? Welcome to Swim Podcast episode number 21. The someone who isn't me on this one is artist, activist, musician and entrepreneur Kat Von D. And When I was recently in Los Angeles, we finally got to do the episode um, because she's been someone that I've wanted to have on the podcast since its very beginning. You know, when I first started it, I made up a list of people and Kat was one of those people on there. But before we get into it, As it's holiday season and the time for spreading joy and whatnot, I thought I'd offer something up as like a Christmas gift. So obviously one of the parts of the podcast that I really enjoy doing is, aside from the actual conversations, it's the cover paintings that I do of each guest. And a lot of people have always asked me if I'm going to make prints of any of them. Um, And I have mentioned before that I'm going to be doing a book of sketches via an amazing company called Von Zoss. And a couple of the swim portraits might actually end up making an appearance in that. But um, I decided to do a giveaway because it's Christmas and stuff. So the catch of this is, though, that if you basically, if you follow someone who isn't me on Twitter and Instagram, both are at swim podcast and also write a nice review on iTunes, um, then take screenshots of all of those things. So, you know, it says something that says that you're following the podcast on Twitter and Instagram, also a screenshot of the review. And then you tweet me at swim podcast using the hashtag hashtag portrait. I'll put your name in a hat and you can win one of the original paintings from one of the episodes. Um, I've not actually decided which one it's going to be quite yet. Um, they're mostly in my moleskin sketchbook. So they're kind of small seven inch by seven inch. Um, they're all, Mixed media, mainly kind of oil and acrylic with a bit of ink, but there's a couple that are that are bigger, so that like the one of Laura Jane Grace is a lot bigger, also the one of Cat that I did um for this episode, the one that I did of Billy Corgan for the last episode so um if you want to be in with a chance of winning one of the paintings from one of the episodes that up to this one number twenty one um yeah, do those things. So yeah, at Swim Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Take a screenshot to prove that you're following them. Write a review on iTunes. Do all those three things. Send it to at Swim Podcast on Twitter using the hashtag SwimPortrait. I'll put your name in the hat and pull that out. If you get them in by January 4th, and then I'll do the draw on January 5th. That's three weeks from today. Um yeah, you'd be in with a chance of, of winning one of the paintings. Right, anyway. Back to the episode. So when I was in L.A., I went over to Kat's house. Uh, I got there. She was repairing a harmonium-type instrument, I think, which was wicked. The three cats were climbing around and trying to get in my backpack. She was feeling a little bit under the weather, but she was still still very cool enough to actually hang out and chat about art, creativity, and her drive, and a wonderful album, which I've kind of been punishing her to release for quite some time, actually. It's so good fantastic seriously so yeah we talked about that her activism veganism the strife for conscious living and her sobriety and it's a great episode that was made all the better for me because kitty cats were involved and i'm a mad old cat lady on the quiet i will there is a side note as well the audio on this one weirdly enough when i got it back there's like a weird background humming noise which has never been there on any of the episodes before i'm not quite sure why it's there uh so, if that interferes with your enjoyment a little, I apologize it's um yeah, it's strange how it how it's there when I went to edit it which which is what I do with every episode where I kind of basically boost the audio levels and make sure it sounds decent yeah it was it was really there, and because we we're in like this large, beautiful, cavernous room with an incredible fireplace full of these melted candles which had kind of dripped over onto the floor it was it was incredible it's a little echoey. And there is a bit of a hum to it. I do apologize. I do try and get decent audio for all of it. This one is a little weird for some reason. Anyway, this is episode 21 of Someone Who Isn't Me, Kat Von D. Enjoy. Yeah, there's no real format to them because they're just conversations. Cool. Because I made up a list when I first sort of decided that I was going to do this. Yeah. And you were one of the first people on it because I just find you very inspiring. Oh, thank you. Because I think the ability to to focus on so many things the way that you do and it, to such a level is super rare <laughs> for creative I don't know maybe I'm just looking at it from my perspective but I think it, it's rare to find people that in my experience like that are super creative within all like a bunch of different fields yeah and yet still have this incredible entrepreneurial drive
0: yeah I mean I think it's um I mean, I see it in my friends a lot. Like, uh, I have tons of friends that are amazing artists in different mediums, and they're really good at that. But then they suck at marketing or or whatever. You know, I think uh, maybe just because I left home at such an early age, I was kind of forced to like figure my shit out, you know, from the beginning, and I guess understand the, I guess the boring part of of it. You know, like. Uh, I personally like marketing. I think it, I think it, there's an art form to it as well. Yeah. Um and I think where like a lot of like corporations and businesses fail or like they just there it's all really about intention, you know, and I think when you have like um you know the intention to make money or you know find fame or whatever illusionary ideal of success you can get really sidetracked like sidetracking or just focusing from like the the honest intention, which is like creativity or art, you know. So, yeah. so I, I do find joy in being able to, like, figure out how to successfully do things, you know. Um, but again, my idea of success is a lot different than than a lot of people, you know. Yeah. Um, people are kind of chasing their own tail to like seek validation or something, whereas I just know f- personally for me, like, I would still be doing the same things that I do, if, even if nobody saw them. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so yeah.
1: <laughs> but do you think? hippie straight away but (laughs) do you think things have opened up and and that sort of path becomes clearer because of an honest intention
0: yeah I mean and um I mean don't worry about sounding like a hippie I'm I'm a total hippie I think (laughs) but uh yeah I think you know it's all it's like practicing good habits you know I think that there's I mean I've I've personally have had to break a lot of bad habits you know then a lot of that stuff is just like programming like society programs you to think certain things are Good and bad and uh, I don't know I don't know where I where I got it I feel like in that sense lucky and I don't really like that word too much but um you know that why not not? um because I think it's kind of a cop-out a lot of times I think uh or when people think you're blessed with something or like given a gift from God I mean I think I work really hard at what I do yeah (laughs) it's not it's not really any there's no magic behind it aside from just like putting in time,
1: you know. Yeah, but I now is magic.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course, but I, I mean uh, magic in the sense of, like, how yeah. people see it. Like, yeah, like things just. Like, you're gifted, wow, like, it's like, n- I'm not special in any way. I don't I don't think most people are. I think that we just, uh, okay. you know, it just depends on what you choose to, like, invest your heartbeats into, and, like, for me, uh, um, yeah, I'm able to do a lot of things, and people are always like, wow, like, I can't believe, how do you do it all? And it's just like, well, I've sacrificed a lot of other things, you know, I don't have, that much of a social life. Uh, I've completely failed in my romantic life. Um, and I guess with that being said, it's like um, some people would consider that like a lonely road, which I tend to isolate a lot and I thrive in isolation. So mm. I, it's like a win-win for me. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> you know? I think a lot of great artists, that is the way because it's a calling, isn't it? It's like, or I, I see it that way. Like, I, I don't know how, how you view it, but I think art it would be it visual art or or music it's one of those things that um it's like a compulsion it's not like you like you you work super hard at it but at the same time it it gives you no it doesn't give you a break at any point like it could be 3 a.m all of a sudden you're like sure you need an idea yeah.
0: yeah 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 i mean i think uh you know a good friend of mine put it really well it was like that like most people create because they want to and um I know personally for me I do it because I I have to I don't know any other way so (laughs) yeah
1: yeah yeah I agree I feel that's the way it is as well and that is a you know you could look at it that that is a blessing and but at the same time you know there have been moments where it's just like I'm laying in bed and I just want to like get (laughs) up and I know I'm going to wake everyone up if I do yeah sure I feel compelled to go and yeah work on something I was doing earlier or or an idea for some music and
0: See that's why I just have cats. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> they don't give a fuck if it's three a.m. and they're like, okay, cool. Yeah. It's piano time. <laughs> yeah.
1: So how do you? I find that um, because I play music mm-hmm. and because I try and paint, mm-hmm. I um I find that I've only got so much focus. But you seem to, yours seems to have been just like so broad in everything. So how how like. Because there'll be times where um, I'll be working on music and and everything else seems to drop away. Yeah. Because because you get in that that mindset, don't you? And you just focus in on things.
0: Yeah, I think I have to be really, like, diligent and strict with myself. So, like, um, I think that's where, like, the discipline comes in. So, I mean, in all honesty, I feel like most of the time my frustration comes with, like, really wanting to do something else while I'm doing something else, you know? So it's, like... Like the makeup line, for example, like at this current moment, takes up too much of my time, and uh, it, and it doesn't make me happy in that sense, because like, you know, my heart wants to be working on music or whatever. So I have to really uh, like delegate and be okay with that, which I think has been a big struggle for me all my life, because I, I I have control issues. I like to micromanage. I like to do everything. Mm. So, um, but now, you know, I think with anything, it's like you can build it, and and then you you know you you build like little like families around each thing that you do so like my tattoo shop you know when I first built it I built it with my hands and like I I've cleaned the toilets at my shop I you know I I know every inch and corner of it and then as I built my team then I could let go of some of the responsibilities and know that it'll function well so with the makeup line I have like a really great team and like whether it's marketing or whatever product development and um, and now I've, like, put together, like, an artistry team that can, you know, alleviate me of a lot of the the duties that I was kind of bound by, and that way it frees up my time. So, yeah, yeah. so, I mean, usually, like, my, my days, they're never the same, but,
1: like... Do you have, do you have set rituals or, yeah. or, or routines?
0: Yeah, for sure. I have, like, a st- strict schedule that I stick to. So if I'm in music mode, then it's, like, you know, like, my vocal warm-ups take me about an hour and a half, and so, you know, I'll set my alarm... And wake up in the morning, and then I know that the first hour and a half is for this, and mm. then I'll get a break for this, and then you know go to two hours of piano, and then from there, I'll have like uh, uninterrupted time where my cell phone is off, and like no one's allowed to come to the house, and where I'm like you know focused. Uh, if it's like lyric time, like that's you know I, I pretty much punch in like anybody would for like a nine to five, you know, and then and that get takes it. a
1: lot of discipline. Yeah, it
0: does, um, and especially when. There's so many things that you want to do. Uh, for me, I feel like, oh my god, I, like uh, my biggest, I think, complaint in life will be that I'll, I won't be able to do all the things that I want to do before I die. But I just die trying. So it's, yeah, you know, it's it's okay. Um, but yeah, so I think it just, it's just about like trying to find. I hate the word balance because I'm not balanced in any way. But um, <laughs> yeah. but just finding that structure, you know, and then like sticking to it. So you know, even like something as little social media for me, like I I have. You know, I post something and I'll get five minutes to like talk to fans and like in the comments, and then after that, I I have to shut it off. Yeah. If not, I could get sucked into it pretty easily, like everyone else does, and they just yeah, it's all consuming. Live like sucked into your phone, you know? Yeah. But yeah,
1: yeah, that's a terrible thing. I found myself really guilty of it. I find that um, I post a lot of like drawings and stuff, Uh and it's I actually had to sort of question myself quite recently and i was like am i making art to post or Mm. am i just posting stuff that i'm making yeah you know and and
0: i think you can do both you know i don't think there's anything wrong with that i think like i mean i do that with like the makeup stuff you know if i'm promoting something then i'm going to create something artfully minded but uh with the intention of you know connecting it with whatever product that i want to promote and i think that there's creative honest ways of doing that, you know um, yeah. but at the same time I have like tons of sketch pads and art that no one's ever seen, you know, here lying around at the house and, and that stuff makes me happy too. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think you can have both. I think when you um, get sucked into like seeking validation through like people's responses and yeah, I think that's, that could that be really toxic, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Saying about the makeup, that's something that I've been seeing you, you working super hard on. And it's, uh, it like you have. It seems that you have every single facet of it. You
0: (laughs) that I'm doing all of it. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) It's it's a lot. Yeah, it's a. But I think even
1: down to like like the packaging and everything, which is awesome. Yeah, I think that's incredible. Yeah,
0: I think I feel like it's like in any industry, it's like so oversaturated. So I feel like if I'm gonna do something, I want to make it like. From the heart, like 100%, you know, and I think that that actually is what makes the makeup line and everything I do like stand out amongst certain things, you know. Yeah. It's like, so yeah, I think, I think people don't give like the, the client or consumer, whatever you want to call, it, like enough credit. Like they can tell when something's just computer generated versus like made by hand. Yeah, and I
1: think the thing is as well. I'm sure you probably aren't keen on the word, but I think when. When somebody, of, so I won't use it actually, but when somebody of your profile is working on things, it just seems that um, people come to them and go, "Yeah, it's a licensing." Want, do deal. you want it? Yeah, exactly yeah. that. And it's like, okay, you just stamp your yeah. name on that, and then just get a picture. Yeah, and it yeah, and it just feels, you know, whatever. I am not judging I, those people. That's yeah, fine if that's how I, I they feel make like, their money. Uh,
0: but yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's no no not fulfilling for me. So. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think this this is something that I've seen you do surround yourself with great people and, and build, like, little, as you said, like, you build little communities yeah. within each facet of, of what you're doing. And I think for women that you've got working in in, in, yeah. the, in the team for the... Um,
0: for the makeup line, yeah.
1: It's unreal. It's, yeah. it's mind-blowing yeah. for me. Cause <laughs>
0: yikes. <laughs> what are they doing?
1: Cause Kitty um, cats. And let me go open that door before okay.
0: they, they start breaking shit. Get over there.
1: Yeah, cause for me it's it's like um, I get to see into a world that I probably wouldn't be aware of. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And um. Yeah, that, I think I mean, makeup artistry
0: is so amazing. It, it. I'm not a makeup artist, you know. So, for me, it's like uh, it's it's been amazing to be able to like step into like a world that I just have no. Um, I mean, I have so much respect for makeup artists, you know, with and what they're capable of doing, and anyone who's dedicated their life to something. Wholeheartedly, I mean, that's like, I, I admire that. Um, but I don't pretend to be a makeup artist. I mean, I, I do makeup on myself and stuff. But so I think when I put together the artistry collective, it was really cool because I, I basically got to, you know, be the fan and like, you know, hire out these girls who I look up to on an artistic level that's yeah. like, they can do things that I can't even dream about. And it like blows my mind, you know. Yeah, like so, I
1: look through um, it's Kelsey Yeah. Like, Her stuff, Kelsey's I mean, they're awesome. all amazing, but, Yeah. um,
0: yeah, they all do things, um, you know, they all it. master like different areas of artistry, and together they're like this super group, like pretty untouchable, which I love. But
1: yeah, it's inspiring to see somebody like it's a, like I said, it's a field I don't really know a lot yeah. about, but to see boundaries just being like, yeah, properly totally, it's awesome. God damn it, these <laughs> guys, it's <all> right, <laughs> um. Yeah, so how did you find them? How did you, find them? Um, like, how did you so go like around choosing the, those people? I'm
0: going to grab that because it's going to be so annoying. <laughs> God <Goddamn> nature. <laughs> Is it because you know I'm doing something important? Um, your listeners will have to be uh, understanding of cats. Okay, um, yeah, I think, uh, well, Leah was the only one that I knew outside of, like prior to hiring her. She's been a friend of mine for a long time. Yeah. and i've always like loved her makeup aesthetic and everything and then the other three i've honestly found on instagram just um you know properly stalking their their profiles for years and um you know just really admiring what they do so yeah. it was, it was kind of funny like i direct messaged them and um was just like kind of nervous about it you know because i feel like there's a part of me that doesn't feel worthy in a lot of ways you know i think uh just the why because I because I'm not a makeup artist and I think because I um,
1: yeah but don't you think that if as soon as you approach anyone within any field of artistry that that they're gonna see that you're totally you know, I don't know so I up.
0: mean I'd like to just assume that whenever I meet anybody that uh, should I tell her to not vacuum right now do you think uh, it'll come up
1: I don't know let me listen
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's loud
1: yeah I can hear it a little bit
0: let me let me Go just on. let her know real quick. You Is sure? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to disturb you <laughs> with, like your routine and stuff though. Hey Maria. Oh no, gracias. But for a she was like, oh shit, sorry. Nah, I feel like I've kind of no, 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 no. That's why I was like, it's better.
0: She because she was vacuuming here earlier downstairs. So I was like, oh, that's not gonna work. But she's cool. Yeah. Um. So I forgot where we were.
1: Me too. Well. We well, no, I think it's interesting that you were saying that you were approaching these people. and, and Oh, and being like, self-conscious about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean. That's a great, that's a great quality, though. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like. Like being humble and. I think
0: anytime you admire anybody, I mean, it, there'll be some form of intimidation, you know. I've, yeah. I've yeah, like I tattooed that. some of like, you know, some quote unquote big names that didn't phase me, you know, but then like when I tattoo an artist that, or a painter that like I admire, it's you know i'm hyper aware of that energy so it's like
1: what more so than musicians
0: or more so than yeah i mean someone that doesn't wouldn't understand what it is that i'm doing you know i think it's just um i mean it's a good thing i think i like feeling like i'm on my toes around people i want to get better you know and yeah yeah i don't know who would want to be a big fish in a little pond (laughs) not me you know
1: yeah yeah so how were they all when you approached them it oh, I mean everybody
0: was super cool and excited about it and um and I think I think they were I think all four girls were really excited to be part of something that hadn't been done yet, you know, because I think most makeup companies don't wanna like put anybody on a platform. They don't wanna invest into like people because they don't own them and, and for me I've always been like all about celebrating people. Like like I said, I love being the fan and I'm I'm like all my friends biggest fans, so I think it's if i can shed a spotlight on somebody that's given me inspiration i think that that's the coolest thing ever and you know spread that
1: word yeah i agree and i think the greatest thing that that people can do is is find like-minded people and create communities yeah because then it only you know it fires everybody up and it and it becomes this yeah powerful creative force exactly (laughs) yeah yeah you seem to be really good at doing that kind of thing
0: (laughs) well i mean yeah i just find joy in it i think uh with anything and not just makeup, like music. I feel like there's so many really great bands that people don't know about and and they won't know about it. But with, now with social media, it's like pretty cool to be able to share that. So I usually try to, you know, if I'm posting a video, I'll edit like a song that I'm really into at the time just, just to get other people to listen to it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What kind of stuff do you listen to at the moment? Right now? Because like uh, I see that I, I like I get a vibe of, of the kind of bands that you hold in really great. Estate. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Right now, I mean, I like (laughs) the cats are making like the funniest (laughs) things right now. They're just putting on a show. Um, um, Right now, I uh, I've been listening to well, because IMAX just released um, an instrumental album, so I've been kind of listening to that on repeat for a while. Yeah. And then.
1: Do you um, do you listen to music when you paint or and draw? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. For sure. I mean. Do you have a preference?
0: Um oh, it doesn't matter. I mean it's just like whatever I'm addicted to at that moment, you yeah. know. Uh, I mean I have playlists too. I mean at the shop I I make playlists with music that I think all the guys will like cuz I don't, you know. I mean not everybody wants to listen to, you know, sad songs all day long, I guess. Yeah. But um but yeah, I, when I'm at home and working and stuff, I'm listening to to whatever I want. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Cuz I I find that um I don't know whether it's just because I've become obsessed with things. I think that there's certain bands that I always go to, like a lot of more kind of instrumental stuff and a bit more sort of epic, sweeping yeah. stuff. I find is because I, I think making art is, is really meditative. Right? Yeah, sure. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that um, like there's one there's one band in particular that I list that, that became my painting band.
0: Uh-huh. Who was that?
1: It was a band called Horseback. Uh huh. To the point where I would listen to them all the time. And then if I heard them when I wasn't painting, I'd like this Pavlovian response where I'd want to go and draw. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, that's true. It's yeah, funny. like a little trigger. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I like that stuff too. I think, um, I don't know, lately I think I've gravitated more towards like more aggressive stuff. I have listen to a lot of ministry and, yeah. um, and then kind of diving back into some old black metal stuff. But like black metal to me is, you know, I could – I feel like it's not distracting to me, you know, like uh in the background it's it's like um some music I think is I'll just get too into lyrically and like yeah, get lost in that versus what I'm doing, so I don't know, black metal tends to work really well for me, I guess I could write a book to it, which is weird, you know,'cause yeah, um, especially if there's lyrics, I usually can't concentrate on two things, but with that stuff, I can,
1: yeah, yeah, that's funny, yeah. <laughs> Something that's been interesting for me is seeing you post like snippets of your own music. Yeah, yeah. Which I find. Are we allowed to talk about the record? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you know, you know how how much I love it. I've I've had that record for. Yeah, like, a, like what like a while. Yeah, like a couple. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of years, I wrote it, it years like, ago. Yeah, we And it's like one of the. I find that it's one of you know. I get sent so much music because of yeah. the job at, at, at the BBC. Yeah but it's one of those records especially when i'm like travelling mm. that i always go to
0: oh cool that makes me happy yeah i i wrote i mean that's that whole album was written so long ago
1: and uh, Why for, has it never seen the light? I don't. I I'm don't gonna, want this to turn into that now. because yeah. I feel like you know <laughs> that's okay. the, the interactions yeah. that we've had so far is yeah. just me going. You should really put the album out. It's great. Which is good. Really. It's
0: good for me to hear that. Yeah. I mean,
1: I uh, but I felt like I was punishing for a while, so I just no, stopped. no, that's just because okay. I was a fan of it so much.
0: That that makes me super happy. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm super proud of the album. I'm like, actually, I, I love that album, and yeah. I love um, you know everything that I was able to create with everybody for that record and. Um, and then I, you know, went through kind of like a, a weird reclusive phase and, uh, which I kind of, I'm always on a tightrope with it. Like, you know, wanting to just to like disappear and then, and then like getting grounded again and staying in it. So it's, you know, a part of me wants to like, just not share it. And then other times then it's weird. It, I think it's cause so much time has passed. Since I've written that stuff, so I've like worked through a lot of those emotions. So um, I'm not disconnected from it, but I definitely want to write new new stuff. So, so for me this year, I decided like I, I gotta release it. I just have to get it out there, yeah. and out of my face, so I can start writing again. So, um,
1: I think it would be a tragedy if it didn't.
0: <laughs> thanks, man. I, I think so too. And so it, yeah. So I'll be I'll be releasing it um, probably within the next within this next year, 2018, um, in the early part of it. So I've just currently just been working on some remixes with Dave Satek, which I'm super excited about. And um, and then once that's done, I can start making music videos and all that stuff and, and start strategizing a tour, which I'm excited about. Because I, I think a lot of those songs, I mean, I just, is a difference between recording and then being able to play it live and I think being able to play it live is gonna be really good for me and yeah um and I'm excited about doing that. And I think like fans have been waiting for so long so Yeah, people are aware, right? Yeah. I mean
1: they know that do they know that there is a record? I know that they know that there's potentially a record and yeah, you are working on songs. I haven't done
0: like a proper, you know, press release about yeah, it, which I will God, I just have to do a in an album. It's <laughs> That's sick. okay. Yeah. Well, like when, yeah. when I get when once I get closer to being like completely done with these remixes, then we'll do a proper release and all that stuff. And then I'll probably just have to reshoot like the album artwork and I want to release vinyl and stuff, so just cuz we yeah. shot everything years ago. So Oh, I
1: didn't even know that there was like that you'd got that far down yeah, the line yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool.
0: Yeah, so um, so it'll, it'll be good. Um, and then I'm just so excited to be able to start writing new stuff. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so many moments on that record which are just, the, with the people involved and yeah. the songs, it's, it's perfect. Thank you. Yeah, um, I'm excited about it. And, like, what's what's your favorite stuff on it? Because for me, the album is, is a proper... Um, it's a whole album. Yeah, you know yeah what I'm it's saying? a story for sure. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, originally it was, you know, there was like a guy who had written me an album and sent it to my doorstep, and um, I mean, this was years and years ago, and I remember saying like, okay, I'm gonna respond with an album, and that's basically why I wanted to write an album. So I was like, okay, if I, like anything, if I'm gonna do something, I want to do it right. So then I yeah, I started taking vocal lessons um, with Ken Tamplin, and I was, you know, doing those like six days a week, basically. Um, Until I felt like I started could get a grasp on how to actually sing, you know, because I think most people nowadays don't even know how to sing, and they they're putting out fucking shit ton of albums, and I don't want to be that person. So, um, so yeah, so I I kind of like did that, and then started basically addressing each of the songs on that album that the dude had written, and kind of writing responses to each of them. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. So, but again, like that, I've worked out that whole like i've resolved a lot of those feelings and stuff so for me it's like it's uh i mean i know what i'm talking about you know and i think Hmm. like music is great i mean it could be about drugs or death or love and you know whatever the listener is taking away from it is you know i guess what's important to them but um, for me it was yeah super specific to to one person wow um and so i think that's why i'm so excited now to like write new stuff because it's like Um, although although that sentiment and those feelings from the album are still real like I meant them you know I've just worked through those feelings already and you know I've kind of like made peace with those so yeah (laughs) Yeah, so it'll be good but
1: then I think I think there'll be a ton of people that are gonna get so much out of it
0: yeah I think so too Um, I mean yeah you know we both love music so much and you know how it's like these things are um, much more profound than just know a melody you know like yeah they're um yeah i mean music i love music it saved my life so many times <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah me too yeah so i'm excited
1: yeah you can you can tell that it's well yeah that that you've put so much into it yeah yeah and i think there's there's some amazing things in it, like the calling yeah is yeah, that one w- was awesome, like the only... The Calling
0: it, was like the only song... That one and like the last... The There's like one cover from the 1950s at yeah. the end. It's about my dad, but The Calling was like... That's a
1: clever yeah. reworking too.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I figured it was like this whole album was about like unrequited love and this like this dysfunction. And then at the end, if I had the strip down, um, you know, it's epic in its own way, but it's just me and like an old world that's unplugged and mm. that's it, like no... Those are like all one takes, so there's no like editing on any of that stuff and, and it's about my dad. So it's basically like sim- symbolically speaking, it's like, oh yeah, there's like all this like, you know, chasing some something or somebody or some idea that's like almost illusionary but mm. feels real and then none of that stuff matters at the end of the day, like my dad's love is outshines all that stuff. And yeah. what else could I ask for, you know? So um so yeah, it was it was cool to play that song for my dad when once I finished it but but the other aside from that like the only other song on the album that's not about that guy or romance in general is like The Calling which is I mean uh, I guess it's just about death but kind of writing on the story of Vampyra or Milo Nurmi who yeah to me was like pretty much the closest thing to a hero that I ever had so yeah um so yeah that was like kind of paying homage to to her which pretty cool
1: <laughs> yeah and i think the, s- the sample that, that goes over the, the like the monologue over the middle yeah eight, the, the bridge
0: yeah that was like it's like a rare never before heard like recording that she did i think she was i mean she was obviously a poet but um i think that was taken from her like she used to do journal entries like recording herself just talk about life and things so yeah. when i heard that like, i mean i always loved her voice so it's pretty cool
1: yeah it's amazing yeah i'm so glad it's coming out (laughs) yeah thanks and i think that the exciting thing as well is that um to then be in the position to to start writing new things yeah have you have you how do you go about writing when you're writing music um i already
0: started writing some new stuff i mean sometimes i'll collaborate with friends and then other times just on my own and i just always just start with myself in a piano and, usually and do you start
1: with melodies and yeah and
0: yeah I mean or sometimes they'll start with just concepts or if, if like there's something specific I want to say and start from there you know yeah but yeah
1: do you find that when you're um, when you're playing do you, are you do you find that um, that you'll you' a vocal melody will come in and then once once it's kind of sat there and you, you know how it is that well I for a lot of people they'll they'll kind of words come out sure yeah right yeah and then all of a sudden it's like oh okay and then yeah, you I find mean, out what a song is about almost it's like totally
0: yeah like process of elimination i mean sometimes it's yeah. like it can be a tagline that like becomes a chorus or it's just chord progressions that like spark a melody and a sentiment and then from there i can build so it just it all really depends i mean
1: how do you think that comes about um in a, in a Cause I going back to being a hippie again. Yeah. I feel that those things are very much things that
0: are organic and you can't really control. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They kind of move through. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is which is exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to get back into songwriting mode and lock myself up. Uh, right now, I've been to <laughs> remix mode, so it's just been like a lot of synths and you know, um, <laughs> just crazy sound explorations, which is fun. And
1: are you doing that for the whole record then, or just certain songs?
0: Um. I, Doing for like a majority of the record. A few a few songs I'm gonna keep as is. And yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Please do. Yeah, of course. <laughs> not that I've got any to say anything, but uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. that's interesting. I'd like to hear how that that then progresses.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like on that track, I am nothing, like I'm so excited about like the remix is super that's amazing. It's so just so heavy. sparkly. To me, it reminds me of like a abandoned old, like Spooky Victorian dollhouse or something like the, what it's starting to sound like. So it's kind of, kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I can't. I'm so bad with song titles, but I was <laughs> listening to it yesterday when I was walking through town. Yeah. Which is a weird thing to do here, anyway. <laughs> I think people look at you like, "Why are you walking somewhere?" <laughs> but um,
0: You're like it's not New York.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I Can't remember what so it might have been. The calling actually. There's just one bit where the where it's like this piano, which just is so out of like it's like that, that wobble Warped, out of yeah clear. it's so yeah
0: yeah that's i love rainy day piano <laughs> what i call it yeah yeah
1: sorry i'm just looking at my list of things sure. i don't m- want to make sure i don't miss anything out that i wanted to speak to you about another thing that um you've obviously been putting out through through all your like social media is your care for animal welfare mm-hmm. and veganism and stuff and, and then that's leading on to now like A line of shoes? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think everything I do um, now, I mean, it just stems from that and and, and any animal rights advocacy. I mean, that's like, um, you know, I wake up every day. I'm just like, what am I going to do today (laughs) Like to help? Um, Hmm. And I think the more and more people learn about what's going on, it's like there's a better understanding of why, you know, vegans or animal rights activists... Kind of have this bad rap for you know being overbearing or talking about it all the time, but I think when when you start understanding what's going on in the world, then it's like oh, because I used to be that person. I used to hate vegans and be annoyed by them. And it's like oh god, like I was talking about food or whatever. Yeah, and uh, and then you realize it's so much bigger than than just food. And hmm. so yeah, I think um, you know the makeup line, the shoe line, all these are just like vessels to carry a message, and I think that they just make it easy for people to, like, live a, a cruelty-free life, whether or not they are consciously wanting to do so or not, you know? And I think yeah. it's part of the whole leading by example thing. So, yeah, and I think shoes, I mean, in particular, it's, like, as a girl, <laughs> it's, like, the hardest thing to deal with when you are when you become vegan and you cut out leather. It's, like, yeah. there's not really a lot of, op- like, quality options, and so...
1: Yeah. like, you end up just wearing these all the time. <laughs> yeah, <though>. exactly. <laughs>
0: so I'm just trying to, like... Uh, you know, m- build something. I guess be be on the pioneering side of that. So I think a lot of a lot of people are becoming more like awake to, to that kind of um, like conscious thinking. So yeah,
1: yeah. I see that here, it just in as in the options that there are for for f- for food and eating yeah. out. Oh, in LA, it, we're spoiled. There's yeah. it's so easy to be vegan here. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Like yeah, every time I come here I feel like I probably leave a little heavier than I <laughs> probably should be. Yeah. Just because there's so many great opportunities to but
0: Yeah, and it's getting uh, better everywhere, I think. You know, yeah. I think like being a vegan, like I like there's I have friends that have been vegan for decades and I'm like, Oh my God, you were vegan when it sucked. <laughs> you know, yeah. now it's like food's actually good now. Yeah. So yeah, times are changing.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it, I think one thing that, that I think will make the difference. And, and have people move to to like a more plant-based diet is, I don't think it'll be the animal welfare, unfortunately. As mm-hmm. a, as a as like on mass, mm-hmm. I think it'll just be a necessity in the sense that it's 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 not sustainable. Yeah, you know? I mean, I think
0: that there's there's plenty of reasons to to consider being a vegan, and um, you know whether it's for animals or for the environment or just for self health, yeah. but um, but yeah, you're right. I think as far as it being sustainable, like it's just not realistic, you know.
1: I mean, better that than than not, right? Yeah, like, I mean, to I me, mean, I yeah, if, I don't it, care. if it means more people, yeah, sure, cut, cut me out just because it's, they have to.
0: Yeah, of course. Like I, I don't care what reasons people do it for. I'm yeah. just glad they do.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. funny, like you know, like when I was setting up and I was saying about going to crossroads and stuff, and, and you have things like, you know, like the impossible but Yeah, and it you know they're not it doesn't seem like they're, they're marketing that as a no you don't
0: even find the word vegan on any anything at crossroads you know yeah. but I think too that's like a great thing I think that like a lot of things in the vegan industry are so not sexy you know and it's like I just I, I'm excited about um, you know I guess making things modern and because I think the modern vegan isn't a hippie and uh, hmm. you know he or she isn't um, you know hacky sacking or wearing Birkenstocks or whatever I mean some of them are and that's cool for yeah. you but like I don't, you know, and I, and I want things to be able to speak to me and, um, and I think that there's ways of doing it where it doesn't have to be in a brown p- and green package, so... <laughs> it
1: can be black too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it does seem like um, in in the art community, like, I mean, obviously the pu- the punk rock and hardcore scene has always been, like, socially... Well, ha- have, like, a more socially conscious element. Yeah.
0: It. I mean, that's how I got into animal rights is, like, listening to Crass and Conflict and yeah. a lot of those bands that were weren't scared back then to talk about it and I mean not just animal rights but like human rights and you know feminism and things like that I mean these are bands or just people that were like weren't scared to call it how it is and I think to stand up and fight for something that's you know just yeah. so yeah makes sense
1: Yeah, and, and I think it's spreading out across that yeah it's funny how that that always seems to be like a world that back when I was a kid was very much looked down on Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean yeah sure like you you were a part of that world because it it it, um moved you and yeah and it it was like a that was your home because you were an outcast yeah now now when you look at fashion across the uh, across the board from high street to to couture sure like huge houses are, are, are finding inspiration in that world and it's a funny way that that's just kind of flipped on its head and yeah. it just seems to be leading everything from, yeah.
0: A part of me is like, oh, that's cool, you know, that people are more open-minded to stuff. And uh, I guess the punk rock inside me just is kind of anti that too. <laughs> I feel like there's a poser element to it. It's like, yeah. I mean, I guess it's just because like for me it wasn't, it was never about fashion and it was just about, you know, self-expression or whatever you want to call it. It's just something that you did because that's what you do, you know, and like hmm. what you feel inside. Um and it wasn't to, like, gain, you know, any, like, form of applause from, like, outside world, but but I think it's cool, whatever, whatever floats your boat, you know, to me, I'm, like, it's not going to change what I do. <laughs> I'm just going to do what I do the way I do it. Just, yeah. You know.
1: At what point did you realize that that you that this was your focus, like, all of these things that we've spoken about? Because I remember, like, watching Miami Ink, and that was the first mm-hmm. time I heard your name mm-hmm. and saw you, and, and it...
0: I mean I think like, I, I'll just really started with my sobriety like when I decided to, to become sober 10 years ago it just like was like the first step into um you know conscious living so it's like which makes sense you know I mean yeah. the way I was drinking I was not, it wasn't a like just having fun and being a party animal it was like complete dysfunction and like and self destruction you know and so then I think the m- minute that I decided to put an end to that was like kind of the beginning of like my real life you know and i think
1: was that one moment where you realized that they um, become this i mean it was like
0: a, I, I have the, my my sober anniversary which is july 7th but it wasn't that like you know i hit rock bottom or anything i was a very well functioning alcoholic you know yeah. like i was like i mean the more i drink the more made for great tv i guess but like not that that's why i did it but um so it wasn't like there was anything that was inspiring me to quit, but I think. But that do you
1: feel like it was almost that environment was kind of like, yeah, cool? Whereas, whereas a lot of people would be like, you know, maybe you should slow down on this. It's almost that, um, like I you think say, you weren't doing it f- for that, but it's almost like that may have been. I mean, enabling I think
0: it. When you're doing drugs and drinking the way that I was, you're not surrounding yourself around positive people who are caring yeah. and looking out for you. They're just there for to use you as a party favor. So it's not like I had anybody on my side saying hey, we're really worried about you, you know? So it really was up to me. And, um, and uh, you know, there was, like, a few things that, I guess, weighed in on my decision to stop drinking and doing drugs. It's just, um, you know, one of them was, like, when I first started tattooing when I was 14, I promised myself I wouldn't ever allow anything to get in the way of, of my tattooing and my art. And then, you know, so I, I just remember not showing up as much and it's like you know i i think that if I, if it was so easy for me to cut out like relationships or anyone who would get in the way of my art then why wouldn't i cut this out you know yeah and then i think there was like you know at the time i was dating a guy who was really sweet and kind and i remember waking up and uh, to a note saying like you know i can't deal with this shit anymore and and it wasn't that wasn't what inspired me to to do it but it was just the fact that I couldn't I couldn't remember what I should apologize about like you know and 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 that that was really hard for me like I wanted to make things right but how do you do that when you don't even remember what you did and so I was like well like you know this is the shittiest feeling ever and I don't want to keep doing this you know and um, and you know and it wasn't like okay I'm going to stop drinking and then all my problems are go away like if anything when you quit drinking it's like now you're left to Really deal with your real problems like without anything to buffer it, and so yeah, I mean think, I think were it got pro- worse. Were they,
1: were they problems that were there, and that was why you were drinking, or do you think yeah, there were of course? Problems I mean, drinking is a symptom up. of something.
0: It's not. Yeah. It's not like you know. But it doesn't. It's not like it alleviates
1: anything. problems, does it? It's just it just seems to pile on.
0: Yeah, I think it just. I mean, yeah, for sure, drinking does not alleviate problems whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. It definitely makes it. You get in your own way, you know. I yeah. think it's like um, you know, you're not. You know, and I think most people, or not most, who but a lot of people, are scared to deal with shit. You know, I think it's the idea of dealing, like really taking hard looks at yourself and seeing what what sucks about you is is not pleasant or fun for people. For me, it's like I have to do it. Like I don't want to. um, Like I want to get it right this lifetime. You know, I think if if I've lived and died a million times, like I would like for this round to be the last time. and I want to I wanna graduate, you know, I want to get it right this time. So, yeah, yeah. so, I mean, it's, like, then you're left with, you know, a lot of more open space to, to work on those things. And so I think the sobriety was really, like, my first step into, like, conscious living. And then, you know, from there, it's, like, then you start looking at other things in life that you're doing um, that might not be really fulfilling, <laughs> you know. And I think, like, the animal rights stuff just, you know, it was only, like, three years into my sobriety when I started really, like, taking a look at that stuff. And at first I thought it was really just about diet, and then I realized it was it's not about diet. I mean, that's just an asterisk on the list of things, of ways that we exploit animals. Yeah. And, um and yeah, and so then kind of just snowballed from there. <laughs> so, yeah but, yeah, but I wouldn't be able to do all the things that I do at the capacity that I do if I was not sober. So I always, like, think, like, priority-wise, that's, like, my number one priority is to... To stay sober, and then everything else falls under that. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good, I think. Awesome, man. Well, this has been awesome. Thanks so much for no, hanging out with me and for you. dealing with my cats too. No, they're great. Thank you. Yeah. No worries. Cool. Cool.
1: Thank you so much to Cat, and thank you for listening as well. Hope you enjoyed it. If you don't already, you can follow Kat on Instagram, which is at Kat Von D. Her makeup line is at Kat Von D Beauty. The shop is High Voltage Tat, at High Voltage Tat. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, at Daniel Piccata. And as I said at the start, if you'd like the chance to win one of the cover paintings for Swim, follow at Swim Podcast on Insta and Twitter, write a review on iTunes, screenshot all those things, prove that you follow him, prove that you wrote a review. Send me those at Twitter, at Swim Podcast. Use the hashtag, hashtag swimportrait before January 4th. I'll put your name in an actual hat, draw it in three weeks from today. That's January the 5th, and you can be with a chance of winning one of my paintings. Anyway, good luck with that. Thank you for checking out the podcast. Next episode is with Marilyn Manson. I am out. Peace. Hold up.